Hello, and welcome to Bury the Lead. I'm one of your co-hosts, Winnipeg Free Press columnist Jen Zeratti. And I'm your other co-host, Winnipeg Free Press music reporter Aaron Labar. Man, oh man. What a time we're living in, What a guys. time we're living in. I think it's, I mean, it's all virus all the time at the paper, so yeah. this will probably be quite <laughs> virus-heavy. Virus-y. <laughs> um, it's also uh, the last the one, last one for a little while. The last one for a little while, so... Uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about the virus and we're going to talk about how, you know, ways to not go absolutely bananas whilst working at home. How was your week? I feel like how was your week is going to be the entire the it's entire just, pod today. It's one long how was your week. This week has been like a this strange boot camp. Unlike anything I have ever experienced in my life before I know, on I know. many different levels. So basically after we recorded last week's episode, um, we got the meeting that pretty much everyone who can work from home would be working from home. Which includes us. Which includes us. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's been kind of interesting working with a like completely decentralized newsroom. Yes. Like a lot of articles being written in sweatpants. <laughs> yes. I've never worked from home for this long before. I've always, even though I've always been sort of in a writery, journalism-y situation where I could work from home mm-hmm. if I needed to, I've only ever done maybe like two days in a row or maybe three days in mm-hmm. a row if I was really sick. So now we're on day five. Yeah. And I'm, and I love being at home. Like I, I, I love nothing more as we've said than canceling plans and being at home, but I'm, I'm already going a little stir crazy. I'm not going to lie. It's, I have worked from home. Not like this though. Like it would typically be like a few days here and there. Right. Um, but lately I've been in the newsroom five days a week mm-hmm. and have been for like a long time. And so yeah, going from going to a desk every day somewhere around people and like getting dressed and stuff to fully working from home. And it's funny. It's like social distancing, all I ever wanted till I got it. And now I'm like, oh my God, my yeah. kingdom to go out. Like, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And my butt hurts. Like, I don't, I might, I was not prepared. <laughs> I don't have an office set up at home. So I'm sitting on like wooden kitchen chairs. I just have like the little padding, you know, the little, you know, fabric pad thing. Yeah. And like my tailbone is on fire from sitting in that chair for eight (laughs) hours. And we've been doing so much or producing so much content Mm -hmm. that I've been sitting down to work at 830 or nine o'clock and like moving maybe twice throughout the day to go to the bathroom and make lunch. I I just like it's just unlike anything I've ever, ever experienced before. And it's amazing in terms of just the volume of breaking news. And even if you don't work in news, like we work in arts and life and oh my goodness, like I have written seven articles. Yeah, I think I'm at five this week already. And it's Friday morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's just been like, and everybody has just been like racing to to keep everyone informed. But a pandemic is ever changing. So it's like things you write will be out of date in yeah. an hour. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's been tough. a full team effort. But it's interesting having to do that without actually being around everybody. Mm-hmm. So, oh my God, slack. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've been on Slack chat for a while because I used to work on the website of things and we always use Slack chat, but this is new for a lot of you. Yes. And it is, it can be a fury. Yeah, it, <laughs> it has an energy. It, it definitely has a very <laughs> tense 
<laughs> like anxiety ridden energy yes oh, especially because it tells you at the bottom who's typing and then, then when there's too many people typing several people are <laughs> several people are typing yeah, it's, uh, yeah but it's a lot it's uh i'm gonna write a column next week actually about that and just sort of like how a lot of our communication has moved to text based like i don't know how you're feeling about this but i already have like text fatigue and my notifications have increased a million percent I know yes. it was also because partly because it was my birthday this week, but like it. Oh yeah. My app told oh me my, my screen time is up like 87% or something like that. Mine's up 110%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, but we'll, uh, we'll get into more of that in the, the main segment. But before we do that, I want to toot my own horn and say that this week I also got nominated for a national newspaper. Yes, award. you did. We buried the lead. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. So that, that has just added to the very weird <laughs> feelings of how this about week. how about you allow me to toot your horn okay so, yeah you toot yeah i'll toot 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 toot, toot, toot. <laughs> oh that should have been a segment damn it the tooting of the horn. i guess it's kind of like single boost anyway i digress but aaron wrote a very good <laughs> profile of begonia which is a singer songwriter in town who is like yes. a super rising star mm-hmm. just a beautiful performer and singer and person um, and person you interviewed like her whole family contributors like it was a very yeah. in-depth profile but yeah. honestly it should be taught in journalism schools of oh, how thanks. to do a profile correctly it was um, yeah. and you were nominated for a national newspaper award i know which is awesome and i honestly never thought i would see the day that this would ever happen <laughs> and of course it's happening the year that i'm transitioning out of writing literally three days before you're transitioning right away. i start my new job this coming monday the year where the gala's canceled because of coronavirus so it's just like a very weird like i feel very honored and very excited about it but also just kind of like what (laughs) i know like of course but it was funny um because because everything's moving so swiftly and because everything is is going like a mile a minute um our editor-in-chief tweeted out last or not tweeted but emailed us last year's nominees and all of us were like cool yeah that seems right and then some (laughs) then we were thinking about like wait (laughs) i think these are last year's and then and then yeah got an email about you yeah. And then I think I told you yeah. that you had yeah, won something. Because I, I was down the wormhole writing like, about weddings and coronavirus. Yeah, so all caps, Erin, <laughs> you got one. Yeah. And then the revised email that. So the other nominees, Melissa Martin in columns mm-hmm. and Ryan Thorpe, of course, for, I'm sure you can guess, the Nazi. No, it wasn't for the Nazis. It wasn't for the Nazis? No, it was for the, the long read that he did on the Centennial Neighborhood. Ah, I thought it was Nazis. It was not. That's why it was kind of surprising. But that was also a very good um, long read. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was, uh, yeah, because I guess it wasn't Investigations. No. It was Feature. It was Feature, yeah. And it was about the Centennial neighborhood and sort of the... That was also very The story. vulnerable community that, that live mostly in that neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. That was a, a very good story. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, worth checking all of those out. Toot, 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 toot. I don't even know where to start. I know. It's just, it's been so, just, there's not even words. <laughs> and I think also, I mean, I know it's, it's, it's overwhelming for everybody, but because we work in news, the stream of information is quite literally constant and mm-hmm. we don't have the option during the day to, to shut it off. Like we have to yeah keep track of what's going on because it's our job. I and think- then last night I was sitting down and I was like, Oh, the new season of Top Chef starts at 9 p.m. I'm going to watch that. And then I got sucked into this NBC special or CBS special. 
hour long special about coronavirus. I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? I know. I'm off the clock, like turn it off, put on Top Chef and go to bed. Like, it is all <laughs> coronavirus all the time. And I'm, I'm finding that unlike last week where it was like the virus had arrived in Manitoba. Yes. So it was kind of just dealing. And then it was really... Um, for me, the story I was working on was really looking at cancellations because mm-hmm. that was when kind of, I mean, that literally feels like 80 years ago, <laughs> um, but it was, was just the first domino tipped yeah, it was over the first domino, which was all the concert cancellations. Yeah. This week for me, the theme has been realizing the magnitude of this situation, the long lasting impacts. Yeah. Cause now we're starting to see them. So some of the stories that we've worked on this week have been about, business owners in Winnipeg who have had to make the call to Mm -hmm. close their shops and salons and their restaurants and their bars, um, which is huge. Some of them are new businesses. Some of them just opened. Some of them are only a year old. Like that is... Some of them were just about to open and couldn't. That is a really scary time and it's really Mm -hmm. hard. Um, I interviewed G from Browse by G who those who listen to the pod will remember her as a guest. Um, And... She was saying to me, like, she's like, that's what breaks my heart is my team. They're trusting me as their employer to take care of them. And, like, I'm doing the best I can. Like, she made sure they had their ROEs so they could get on the eye right away and, like, all those systems in place. But, yeah, fundamentally, she's like, man, like, it's... And she still has to shoulder the cost of having two salons. Right. As you still have to pay rent on those properties. Yeah. So it's yeah. trying to find that line between being optimistic and being realistic. And I think that has been a hard line to find. And then like the fact that the Winnipeg Symphony Orchestra had to lay off temporarily yeah. 67 musicians, yeah. like 30 staff members. And then MTC canceled the rest of their season yesterday. Yeah. So that means layoffs, cer- yeah. most certainly. And more to come. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that has been sort of the, the thing this week is just realizing the magnitude and also realizing that this probably isn't weeks. It's probably months. Yeah. And so that is also for me, and like this is silly, a silly thing to do because things change so quickly. But I'm trying to picture what things are going to look like in six months or eight months or mm. twelve months. And like, what what is the world going to look like when half the population is on EI? And like, I know half the businesses, if not more, are closed. Venues are closed permanently. I was talking to. Uh, we have a big Saturday feature coming out tomorrow because it's tomorrow saturday um and i spoke to one of the co-owners of the goodwill social club and he was super candid about the fact that if they are not able to access any of the um stimulus money from trudeau that they will not open again yeah and uh, that's not uh, an isolated case by any oh means. no yeah um so yeah just really feeling for people who are sort of feel like they're in free fall right now people who have a lot of you know people who've lost their jobs people who you know don't know what and also all the parents out there so as of monday with manitoba students will be out of school yep yeah um some already are um you know parents who have to balance working from home with teachers and some in some cases kids who are not in school they're in daycare yeah and they're at home so you're not just working from home you're also being the primary caregiver for a young child yeah like i i have a hard time working from home and taking care of my two cats at the same time so like, oh, i know i feel for all you parents out there were certainly it's uh yeah i think if there's a silver lining though i think there's two silver linings in this one it's that i've been really 
encouraged by the people who are taking the whole flatten the curve or planking the curve as Dr. Tam has been saying Um, who Dr. Tam is maybe my new favorite voice of reason she's our chief public health officer oh yeah yeah um man what it that is who you need to be your voice of calm in a storm (laughs) in a crisis situation yes uh but the fact that people are taking this seriously that businesses have made the decision to close and that people are working from home and that people are social distancing and Mm -hmm. you know that gyms are closing and that people are taking this seriously Mm -hmm. i find that really encouraging I also think that this may be an opportunity to see things about our way of life that we, A, really enjoy and want to protect and support mm-hmm. so that they exist when we come through on the other side of this. Yeah. And maybe what doesn't work so well. Right. And maybe what we don't need and maybe what, you know, ways forward that this will teach us. You know what I mean? Like, I For think sure. this will be a really defining moment Well, in it's time. like the biggest possible wake-up call mm-hmm. into how you spend your time. Absolutely. Like mm-hmm. it, and your energy, yeah, and your money, and just even seeing how, you know, the Earth, the planet is healing a little bit from I know so those many stories. humans on it. Yes, <laughs> you know, the, like when, uh, I read that the Venice canals have, um, like the water has cleared. Yeah, and that the, you can see the sky in China for the first time yeah. because the pollution is so, like, so decreased because everyone's at home. And by humans on it, I mean out in the world, like crawling all over it. Yes. <laughs> Spreading their germs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we still want humans to be on the earth, obviously. But yeah, I think this will be a really interesting time to see sort of how, how we move through this and what the world could look like. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but it, it is not going to be easy for the next, and the next few weeks particularly are critical. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. I know. So what are you doing? In your self-isolation time, just to be clear, we are back in Jen's basement yes. in her home. We Where are, it all started. We are far apart. We are far apart. We are practicing social distancing. Samson, the dog, our executive producer is here. Yes. Jen's husband is our actual producer. Yes. So we're like really back to square one. Yeah, this is how this started. But how are you spending your isolation time? Like what are you doing to stay mentally complete? Mm, <laughs> not... I mean, there's probably too much scrolling happening at night I need time. to quit it, yeah. Um, but I have found some YouTube workouts mm-hmm. that I've been doing. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I can't give you who these people I literally was like strength training and then clicked on the first one. And they seemed fine and mm-hmm. earnest and give you a lot of encouragement. Like, remember why you showed up today? And it's like, because I have to. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's what I need is like that positive energy being like, the other thing they like saying is like, you're you like no matter what you do or don't do today, you've worked out. I'm like that's right, I have. So that's been good. Um, I've started watching. I had to pick a comfort show, right? Right. So I've decided that my comfort show. We're still watching Cheers, which I think I mentioned a few mm-hmm. uh, episodes ago. But we've started Parks and Rec from the. Oh, so good. Yeah. That first season sucks, but the rest of it is very good. You know what? The first season is growing on you. It actually made me LOL more times than I oh, okay. thought, but okay. yeah, like, yeah, it doesn't, what's the guy's name? Mark, is it Brandanowitz? Yeah, yeah Brandanowitz. Yeah. He, that guy. <laughs> same. Like, that's why I'm like, mm, I think you can, you can go. Yeah. But we're already in the second season because the first season is only six episodes long. Oh, that's right. Um, So, yeah, it's, it's, it's what, Leslie Nope is who you need right now. Like, mm. Dr. Tam, Leslie Nope. nope. <laughs> like, those are your, those are your people. I also keep thinking that there is still an American election happening through all of this. I know. <laughs> I'm like, who's even paying attention to anything going on 
I mean, I'm sure Americans are, but I'm certainly not. I know. It's like when Manitoba finally did the... Did the budget. Budget. Like, I, cute. Yeah, sure. Great. <laughs> this is going to be irrelevant in 15 minutes, but great. Oh, man. I know. It's just... Yeah. So that's what, that's what I've been trying to do. Like, just really focus on, like, how can I take care of, like, my personal health? And I wrote a column this week about how self-care, like, is really important in this time because that's how you take care of each other, right? It's like, you have to take care of yourself. Yeah. I know you made a joke in that column about doing face masks because mm-hmm. I, I did do one last <laughs> night. And then I, I saw someone on Instagram and I was endlessly scrolling through stories um, that applied the face mask with a jade roller. I'm like, that looks so luxurious. And then I did it and it was great. And I loved it. <laughs> and my husband really loves the jade roller. So he would sit next to me and like roll it on my face. And I'm like, this is the best. Oh, man. Yeah. And I did joke about that. But I think that's also important, too. But I just I want people to also remember that you don't need to write the next King Lear, which is another thing I keep seeing. Like, oh, Shakespeare wrote his best works during a play. Yeah. Great. A lot of musicians I talk to have mentioned sort of using this time to work on their creative Mm -hmm. stuff and like write songs and record songs. And in my head, I'm like, wow, I applaud you for being so motivated to do that because right now I'm motivated to do absolutely F all. And both, both are fine. (laughs) If survival is your goal right now, that is appropriate. Honestly, just by the end of our workday, we've talked to so many people and written so much stuff then my brain is just like, I can't, I read seven pages of a book last night and I, I just literally could not Absolutely. do it. And it I does just needed to stop. Anxiety from the world oh, gosh. has an effect on your body. Mm-hmm. So just make sure that out there that you're really listening to your, what your body is telling you. Mm-hmm. And if that means resting, that's fine. But I already am seeing people being like, and I had email responses to that column from people being like, thanks, because I was already feeling like, oh man, I'm so unproductive. It's okay. And the examples of unproductivity given, though, are like, <laughs> well, I baked two pies and worked all... I'm like, you're fine. <laughs> like, so I think that's... I know. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I worked all day yesterday and I like made this beautiful dinner from scratch and yeah. I don't count that for some reason. No, exactly. And so I, what I hope another positive upshot from all of this is that maybe it will make us reevaluate what productivity looks like. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now we need to focus on like cooking meals and making sure that we're drinking water and like doing the stuff that we need to just make it through um so yeah it's great if you have the motivation to do more than that but it's also perfectly fine if your motivation level is not that because man oh man um in the words of kevin donnelly <laughs> man, oh in an man. Email i sent him i'm sure he won't mind if i say but i sent him an email last week before true north had done their mm-hmm. announcement much debatable <laughs> announcement that people kind of took issue with but uh he wrote this like lovely email being like i sorry i don't have any answers to your questions yet we it was literally as it was just happening like just happening we're we're going into a meeting to talk about this and he signed off man oh man <laughs> that has been my mantra through this whole thing yeah. it's just man oh man yeah um i think we'll take a break yeah we'll take and a then... break and we're gonna come back and do a little pod retrospective yes for our final segment of our final for now pod it's been three years almost exactly yeah we are just shy april 2017 was when bury the lead began yeah 120 this is episode 124 that's quite a bit that's quite a bit including an hour-long live podcast which is my first retrospective highlight yes Because I didn't want to do that. No, you didn't. (laughs) 
<laughs> like many public speaking endeavors, I forced you to. <laughs> yeah, I literally tossed my cookies uh, several times before going out there because I hate public speaking so much. But after it was, even during, I was it was fine. And after it was all said and done, I was really proud that we were able to th- not throw that together. <laughs> it makes it sound terrible. <laughs> but put it together yes. in a relatively short amount of time. Yes. With the quality of acts that we were able to get. Yes. And we raised some money for charity. Yeah, it was it was great. It and was I remember really telling good. you, just just look at me. Just we're doing what we're doing, <laughs> but just there's like, an audience. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> people laughed and responded and it was uh, you know what I was stupidly most proud of about that is what? that it was because I said this is going to be an hour. Yeah, it was almost exactly one hour. I'm like, yeah. I can't believe the timing on this. My favorite part man was at the end when a bunch of people who have clearly never listened to the podcast before <laughs> that we forced to attend were like, "Wow, that was actually pretty good." <laughs> wow, I'm like all of these, you guys are funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we started this because we sat together and did this all day and then we're like, Hmm, we should. And it was you, it was your idea to start Mm -hmm. a podcast. Mm -hmm. And so we recorded a bunch of pilot episodes, which I think ended up being like our first two or three episodes. Maybe We maybe re-recorded. I don't remember now. Um, Oh, we re-recorded three times. We re-recorded three times. According to our producer, our producer. Of the, of the, at the time. Um, and yeah, we just said, this is what we want to do. It was greenlit pretty much immediately, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then we've just been doing it like every week, pretty much. Pretty close. Yeah. Barring vacations and illnesses. Yeah. Since April 2017. That's pretty good. I feel like that's a pretty good run. Yeah. We've had some... Good or grosses. I was gonna say one of my other favorite good or gross, or one of my other favorite moments was the good or gross that we did with all the different eggnogs. The oh yes, like the, the almond nog, <laughs> <laughs> like the yeah. That was mostly gross. That one was really <laughs> gross, but it made me laugh every time I listened to it. Um, yeah, there were so there's so many good guests. Yeah, we some, had, like JP Ho and Rusty were on. Oh yeah, talked about the Crown. We had Brass by G. We had Paige from Valencia. We had Keith McPherson. So many guests. So many guests. Um, yeah, this has just been... Do you remember that time we talked to the U of M professor about yeah. um, trade tariff wars? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was an interesting <laughs> episode. A little off brand for us, but still very interesting. Um, yeah, it's just, it's been really fun mm-hmm. to have an outlet that isn't writing all the time. Yes. Um, and that was kind of the other reason that we wanted to start this is because um, sometimes we just don't have the bandwidth to get to everything in a week. So it was especially just, now. <laughs> yeah, so it was just a nice way to be able to chat about things that were going on mm-hmm. um, that we didn't necessarily have time to write about mm-hmm. and so it was a way to cover more and a way to do it in kind of a conversational fun way that and we've had a lot of really great reader feedback yes we love reading all of your emails and comments um even the ones that verbally come to me from friends when I see them <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah I think what I'm most proud of about this is that well two things one that it was so supported um by the free press yeah uh, because this was the first sort of podcast like this that yeah they like that was really done. like a weekly consistent yeah thing they done a, they had done a few sort of shorter series i guess yeah. yeah um 
yeah, the fact that they supported it right away and have supported it this entire time. Um, and also that you guys out there who listen to this yeah. have got it. You've understood what we have been trying to do We're here. looking at you, Bill. We're looking at you, Bill. I need to give a shout out to our, our biggest fan, fan, Bill. Biggest fan, Bill. Um, who has sent us very nice emails on several occasions. Yes. He, I think we've talked about Bill before, and I'm sorry if we're embarrassing you, Bill, because I know you're listening to this right now, <laughs> um, but he is new to Winnipeg, and he wanted to learn more about the city, and that's how he discovered the podcast mm-hmm. to begin with, and now he is a Winnipegger. He's a Free Press subscriber. Welcome, Bill. Um, and he emailed us after listening to the last week's episode and yeah. to tell us that he was saddened it was coming to the end, um, and he said that he began listening to it a year ago before he moved to Winnipeg and that it was a great way for him to understand the life and culture of the city. And he said that I really enjoyed getting your smart and funny perspectives on culture and politics in Winnipeg and beyond. Thank you for all of your work and I'll miss your voices in my ears. Bill gets it. That's so nice. Thanks Bill. Um, yeah. So we had quite a few actually emails from people after last week's episode. So yeah. Oh no, the tears are coming. I'm really actively ignoring what's happening on your face right now. Uh, but yeah, so, oh no, this is going to make me start because now I have to talk about you. (laughs) Uh, it's been so amazing to do this with you (laughs) over the last three years. Um, it's been a highlight of my week every week and it's just been so, it's just been really great to work with you and I'm glad that you're not leaving the paper. Me too. Because that would literally, that would very much end me. (laughs) I'd handcuff you to your desk. <laughs> but um what's the what's the legalities of a work divorce? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't ask for the a better trial <laughs> I couldn't ask for a better work life than you. So yeah, thanks for making this so fun. I know I feel the so same great. way. I would love to tell you nice things, but I can't because I'm gonna just burst into tears. But yeah, it's 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 a time of great change yeah. in a lot of different ways. So. No kidding. So but we're going to conclude by saying that this, despite the <laughs> bawling, <laughs> right um, that this is kind of just a hiatus. Like it's a goodbye for now. For now. Um, yes. We're going to kind of see what the coming weeks look like. I mean, it's uncertain for everyone. It was uncertain and now it's very uncertain. Um, right. So, yeah. So you may hear from us again. You may hear it from <laughs> us in a different format. It's true. But I mean... It- the world needs this kind of ridiculousness right now. <laughs> I, I feel have like to it say. Does. Um, <sighs> so, so yeah. So it's a just it's a it's a ciao for now. It's not a farewell. Mm-hmm. Um, but thanks again for all your support and for listening and for emailing us and for you know laughing with us and and all that. And uh, well, you can find everything in, that indulging us and indulging us essentially. <laughs> yes. Um, you can find everything that we've written, that our colleagues have written. They've been working so hard, especially right now on Corona coverage, which is not paywalled, by the way, right yeah, now. It's still open. Um, at winnipegfreepress.com. Um, you'll be hearing all kinds, seeing all kinds of ideas from Erin in her new role in terms yeah. of, cause she will be working, uh, on news engagement. So mm-hmm. that's cool. So stay tuned for that. Um, you can follow us on social media. I'm at Jen Zerati on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Naya Rival on Twitter and Instagram. We won't see you next week. Oh no. Uh, we'll uh we'll see you when we see you. Yeah. Take care of each other out there. Yeah.